Hey everyone, Zach here with the Grand Venture Podcast. Today we're doing episode 5. I've got my wife Shelby here. We'll be talking about how turkey season's been kind of a bust this year here in northern Indiana. And a little bit about a trip I've got planned with Miles Miller from uh, Stump Blinds. And a little bit about um, my wife and I learning some amateur photography and videography in the outdoors. We'll start with uh, turkey season this year here in Indiana. Um, up here in northern Indiana, it's been a really rough turkey season. Our numbers are actually 50% less harvested birds so far this year compared to last year with only a week left. Um, Shelby had a goal of getting out and getting a turkey this year. Um, it's not looking too promising right now. No, thanks to COVID, I don't really have a lot of opportunity for a sitter to go out and do it i'm not really one that's gonna go by myself without zach so it definitely it's put a damper on it for sure yeah it sucks pretty much yeah and i've been out several times with uh miles miller from stump blinds and um we've seen hens every time um, the first time we're out, we've seen a few jakes in the distance, but nothing crazy. Um, and it, it's been a slow turkey season. The property that we have and hunt um, every year, this year has turned up no birds on trail cameras. Been out a few times and hitting calls and trying to locate with crow calls and just silence. So I'm not sure if the birds moved out of there this year or what's going on, but that property has been a complete dud. Um it's been a tough year. Um, I'll be curious to see what the numbers look like after uh, season closes because at this point we're at 5,000 and some birds and with only a week le- or less than a week left. And um, last year, or actually the last five years, the totals have been eleven to 12,000 birds a year. So the numbers are definitely down this year. Um, that could be bird population numbers due to predators and other effects that could also be just less people hunting it's a little too early to tell at this point we'd have to kind of look at turkey license sales as well to see how they reflect it but i'll be curious to see what the numbers look like because it's been a rough season that's for sure yeah it was really disappointing looking at our trail camera and not seeing anything no but deer but when we go deer hunting we don't see deer it's just turkeys just the <laughs> so it'll be interesting although this past fall we didn't get any turkeys on trail cam either so you know it'll be interesting to see what happens um definitely need to get out and do a little coyote hunt and see, a, see if we see those and see if that's part of the problem or not we haven't caught any of those on trail cameras yet this year though so it's hard to say Oh, I was going to ask you a question, because I think you've told me about this before, but I don't remember. Why do you use a crow call? What is it with turkeys and crows? So, a crow call is basically just a way to locate a gobbler. Um, Utilizing a crow call is one way you can get a gobble out of a bird and locate it without hitting a hen call, whether it be a mouth call or a box call or... uh, slate call you know it's just um one more way of locating a bird 
And in my experience, um, and I'm by no means an expert turkey hunter. I just do it, you know, some on the fun. But um, crow call seems to locate them the best. Um, and then from there, once you kind of have a location, you can work your way in on them or see if you can work them into you uh, with a mouth call or box call. What kind of call did you have you used this year when you went out? So we've actually used um, slate call calls, box calls, mouth calls, crow calls, and a new call I had never seen before that Miles brought with him. It's a spring-loaded uh, box that's got a chalk-covered wood rod that slides through a hole and actually does a decent little cluck. Oh, so you just done them all? Yeah, we've we've done a little bit of everything because the birds haven't been super reactive. So, um, you know, we kind of break it up and do some variations. But ultimately, what we're trying to do is keep our calling. We don't want to be calling a ton, so keep our calling pretty minimal. But um, throughout the hunts, you know, try to see what gets a little better reaction or a little more excitement out of the birds. And we've called in more hens than I ever have. Um, we just haven't gotten any toms to come within a few hundred yards. So it's been rough. We hear them gobble, but we can't get them to close the gap enough to find us. And they always seem to be just across the property line, so we can't really pursue them. So that, that's been pretty rough this year. And you're hunting out of the stump blind. You're not stalking. Right? We've done both. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, we've done both. Um, we're just not able to get in on them at the right time. Or um, a big issue we've had this year is a lot of them have already been henned up. So they're with three, four hens, and they don't really want to leave those hens to come find our hen decoy or our, with our Jake. They're just not that into it yet. Or at all this year, it seems. Well, are you going out anymore this week, or are you guys calling it quits? I would like to get out one more time this week to see if we can close the deal. Miles is really wanting to get a bird with a crossbow. Um, so I think that'd be cool. Um, I'd really like to get a Jake this year over a Tom, because I'd like to mess with kind of making a Jake decoy out of the fans and doing some playing. So if I get a big Tom... I won't hesitate to shoot him, but if I get a Jake opportunity, I'd like to shoot a Jake just to uh, be able to make a little more realistic uh, Jake decoy, see if we can't get birds amped up next year with it. But that, that's kind of our turkey season thus far this year. I'm hoping uh, when we do the next podcast next week after the uh, season's closed up that I'll have much better news for you and uh, be real excited to talk about a killer hunt. Well, let's hope. Yeah. Because <laughs> I would like to get some turkey meat. Absolutely. I've seen a few new recipes I'd like to try as well as um, uh, do some just kind of classic standard recipes. Um, turkey nuggets, turkey legs, that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, hunting with Miles has been a lot of fun. I look forward to it. Me and him are working on planning a few other trips. Um, we'll actually have him on the podcast here probably within the next week or two. Um, Miles owns Stump Blinds out of Bourbon, Indiana. Um, 
builds phenomenal blind products. Um, you know, everything from their ultimate deer blind to their cam stump and working on a few other really cool projects as well. So uh, make sure to check them out if you haven't already. It's Stump Blinds LLC. Um, they're on Facebook and Instagram and have a good looking website as well. But me and him are uh, actually planning a noodling trip to go noodle some catfish. Um, it's something him and I have both always wanted to do and uh, never really put it into motion because we'd both talked to people and no one seemed that interested. And when we got to talking about it, we both really wanted to do it and just got things rolling to kind of plan a little weekend of camping and noodling and see how it goes. So I look forward to that, and me and him will talk a little bit more about that on our episode. But, uh, so my wife does some photography, and I've recently found that to be really enjoyable for outdoors activities. How long have you been shooting photography amateurly now um was that like two and a half years now is it yep okay so about two and a half years um you shoot with an icon d3400 right yep and um pretty inexpensive camera great entry level camera i really like it um there's i would love for it to be a 4k video camera just because i've been tinkering with the videography side of it but uh for what it is, it shoots 1080p and does a good job with it. Um, we just got a new lens for it. I think you really like that. Yes, I've been wanting it for a long time. I was, but I'm just cheap and was hesitant on buying it. But um, Zach got it for me. He surprised me with it for Mother's Day and gave it to me early, I think, more because he wanted to use it. I haven't used it at all. I just wanted to see how it worked. And oh, okay. I wanted to kind of look at it. I didn't fully understand what it did. So we've just um, just used it a, a little bit, and I really like it. It's the 50 mil millimeter. millimeter. Yep. It's the uh, fixed 50 millimeter. Um, 1.8 G, I believe. Yeah. Okay. And, um, I honestly couldn't tell you what that means, but, uh, it has to do with lighting and fading kind of the aperture, I believe. Yes, it's the aperture, but, um, it does like really good food pictures. I've never been one to take pictures of my food, but it's, it does really good. It's like a good portrait lens and I think um the weather turns around this week yeah I'd like to get out and try to take some I don't know like outdoors pictures Absolutely. with it and see how it does but like for me all the the technical side of photography I just just not into it I don't I just kind of I don't know. I wing it. I feel like I wing it a lot. I <laughs> you you know a lot more than I do on it. Um, I would say I completely wing it. If it looks good through the uh, lens, I call it a good photo. And then a lot of times I'm surprised. Um, you naturally have a little more instinct and um, little better photography skill than I do. Um, I've been learning a little bit with a live view, kind of the video side of it. I find the video to be a ton of fun, um, but I'm really trying to learn video and kind of how to learn videoing hunts and 
adventures because, you know, I think there's a lot of room to kind of change how that game's played to actually try to make it entertaining. So I've been tinkering with that some. Um, I've got a GoPro 4K Hero 7 that I really like, and then I've got a Tacticam that I really like as well. And um, kind of play with both of those and the D3400 and see what we can do. I'd love to get a Nikon D7500 that shoots 4K video as well. And it's uh, just a little bit different camera from the D3400. It's got some different features that I think will do really well with videography. Well, I'm glad you like the videos because I'm not a video person. I like stills. I mean, I, I took a few stills this year of Waterfowl. Um, my obsession with Waterfowl. Um, trying to get photography of Waterfowl is just as hard as hunting them. So Yeah, that was really hard. So, in the beginning of the quarantine, yes. the weather, I don't, I guess what, I don't even know, I don't even know where we're at anymore. I guess the 1st of April, uh, end of March. End of March. We went into April with it. Yeah, we went into April, but I think it started probably around the 25th of March. But the weather was just cold and windy and rainy, it seemed, every day, and being cooped up, we found enjoyment in driving around the country looking for just ducks and birds, and we would pull... Well, I guess pretty much we just stop in the middle of the road. Yeah, kick on our hazards and snap a few photos. Lean out the window and take pictures. Sometimes you'd get out and yeah. I'd yell at you that cars are coming or yeah, whatever, but... They can go around. Just, I mean, it's pretty lame, but we're like old people, I guess. We just, we like to go on drives. It's... I guess we kept a little sane doing that. Yeah. Because we like looking at our ducks and looking at the pictures. Yeah. I actually found some potential for new duck hunting spots based on it, uh, especially for some blue wing teal and some wood ducks. So I'm pretty excited about that because I'd love to get a, a couple teal and a couple woodies up on the wall this year. Are you going to do it yourself? <sighs> I struggle with that. I really want to do a little bit of taxidermy myself, but I have a perfection issue with taxidermy. Zach's been talking about doing taxidermy for like 10 years. And it is an art, and I hate the thought of butchering art. And I understand the only way to do it and do well is to attempt it, but I feel like taxidermy is one of those things when you have a bad mount on the wall, you might as well not even hang it. So if I if I do a duck and put all the hours of effort and work into doing my own ducks and I look at it and they're not even worth hanging, that to me is a real struggling thought to think about everything that goes into it. Now if I you know, went and did a taxidermy class and learned a little something first, I wouldn't feel as nervous about wrecking it so i mean a mallard i would definitely try i actually have the stuff to try a mallard yeah zach does that he buys stuff for hobbies and like talks it up a lot that he's gonna do it he's gonna do all this stuff and 
But then he doesn't do it. Time becomes a huge issue. Um, so I actually, I bought everything to do two mallards. Um, so I went through a few different mallards and I could never get the fat removed from the skin properly without burning through the skin. So anyone that knows taxidermy, basically there's a wire wheel or plastic wheel that you take the fat off on a duck. Well, duck skin's extraordinarily thin, but you still need to get rid of the fat. And I really, really struggled with not burning through. And part of that was because I don't have the right machine to do it. I ran it, I got a wire disc um, that looked very similar to the taxidermy ones. And I mounted it on a drill and used a table and a drill with this brush on it. And we attempted it. I've seen some guys successfully do it on YouTube. So I kind of robbed it from them. But I was very unsuccessful, and I would say they were probably a decent taxidermist before trying that trick. Oh, so you're saying that's not a good way for an amateur? I'm not saying it's not a good way for an amateur. I'm saying it's not a good way for me. I would try it again. Um, I wouldn't try it with a stud mallard like I did last year. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know... um, one of these days I may be able to uh, get in on getting my own duck mount done. Um, you know, I'd love to take a two or three day course on taxidermy. I just haven't found the time and true need for it yet. Because if I invest money into it, I feel like it's something that it has to become a job. I struggle with sp- spending money on something that's just going to be a hobby. Training-wise. That's true. You'd probably try to make a business out of it. Yes. You'd probably make one online and find a domain name on the internet and save it for a dollar and create an LLC about it. I wouldn't create an LLC, (laughs) but I may buy a domain name. I have several domain names. Because one day he might need them. Hey, domain names are one of those things that, uh, you know... Dot com is the one that is most valued because everyone knows dot com. There's now tons of domain names. You know, one day that may be an investment. You never know. We can only hope that that's how we hit it big. It's like one of your hope, domain names. I hope there's a much better way of that than a domain name. Because that's pure luck. I'd rather some skill be applied. But yeah, so I'm excited for this duck season, obviously. Um, but yeah, this photography thing's been a lot of fun. I need to get the camera out on the kayak. It just makes me nervous. I don't know why. I've never flipped the kayak, but it still makes me nervous. Yeah, that's... I mean, we've done it before. Just Very like limited. On a private lake that has, like, no, no boats Yeah. And... It's small and calm, so pretty confident in being able to do some photography there. Yeah, but I mean, I just think it's a fun way. Like, even if you're someone that's just like not a hunter. Yeah. Just like, you know, get out in nature and just take 
pictures of it and see what you can find. And Absolutely. And you can always find something, whether it be a small public trail, whether it be a little park, kind of a nature preserve. You can always find something. And a lot of times you'll see a lot of species there that you wouldn't expect just based on driving by regularly or spending time there enjoying yourself. But, um, yeah. Now, with your photography, um, you do a little bit of it on the side. But um, for just general, someone wanting to get started, would you recommend kind of how you, with what you started with, more advanced, less advanced? Kind of what would your recommendation be? Well, like you mean camera? Like yeah. A more advanced camera? Camera and lens package. I mean, I feel like it was a really good beginner's package because I don't feel like the camera is difficult. I feel like it's pretty user-friendly. Mm-hmm. Really, it's just like learning what the buttons mean mm-hmm. and the settings. And for me, I learned this. I mean, I read the manual. Right. Which tells you what they mean. Because I had, I had no idea what any... Yeah, you had never no, done... Like, I had done more photography than you prior to this. Like, I didn't know any of the lingo, like, what any of it meant. Right. But I got on Pinterest... And that's really how I learned it. Yeah. Is they have, there's this like people who have made like charts that talk about um, like how to use the camera, what settings for certain situations like sunny days or cloudy days or fluorescent lighting. Like it, they tell you how you should set your camera. And then it's really just going out and doing it. Because I feel like each each time I do like a session with people, I feel like it gets better. Yes, I would agree with that. And when I say I did more photography than her initially, I mean I used to have nice Canon point and shoots and I would take photos with that. Nothing real photography wise. So this has been a learning experience for me as well that... Um, I definitely need to more learn more. She knows a ton more than me. And, you know, as I get more into the videos, it'll become much more important for me to understand it and kind of figure that out. But it's definitely a lot of fun. It's a good way to spend time with each other. And um, I'd like to add a second camera this year to our package. Um. I've been looking at the refurbished uh, D7500s. Um, those seem to be a good camera, and you can get them for around four or five hundred bucks. So, for a camera that's new, close to a thousand bucks, it's a pretty good deal. Yeah, I think we need to be a photography duo. Yes, it's a lot of fun. It it keeps you busy in the off seasons, and it's one of those things you can use a lot. With your family. Like you get great pictures of our son Grant. Um, randomly with the camera. You know if you see him doing something cute. You can take a picture. When we go fishing we take the camera. All that fun stuff. Yeah so it is, it is nice to get like quality photos. And like just at times if we're doing something fun. Instead of always like you know. 
paying for a yes photographer so it's nice to to get good stuff yes absolutely it's a lot of fun um i mean you got some good pictures of him well i say we were fishing i threw the line a few times fishing with a 16 month olds kind of tedious yeah it's basically just keeping him from yes falling right. into the pond so a little bit difficult yes, these it, days. It definitely takes two people. Last yeah. year was a lot easier because he wasn't mobile. Yeah, we could just put him in his jumper and set up our lawn chair and sit and fish. And, um, you know, that that was a lot of fun. This year, it's a little difficult. Next year, maybe harder. I don't know. I just I hope next year he listens better. Hopefully. If not, I'm hoping by the time he's... Two years in, he'll be almost three and a half, you know. I'm hoping at three and a half, he'll actually be able to do a little white fishing himself. You know, a little bobber, a little uh, bee moth, and do a little bluegill fishing. Yeah, that'll be fun when he can yep. listen and it's not just chasing him. Yeah, absolutely. And when he's excited about doing it himself, it'll become a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You know, if we can get him excited at three and a half to catch a bluegill... He'll want to just sit there and we'll be baiting a hook all day long. That I want to be baiting hooks and pulling fish off nonstop, even if they're a little three, four inch baby bluegill. Right. Cause then he'll just be excited. Like, that's oh, just yeah. exciting. He'll be exciting. Kid, so. He'll be excited. I think I'll be just as excited because, you know, seeing him hopefully become passionate about something that we love and. You know, getting to spend time doing it, I think that'll be a ton of fun. But, uh, well, do you have anything else? It's kind of a short one this week. Um, yeah, I know. Not much exciting going on. Just kind of... Quarantine life. Waiting. You've gotten very good at cooking. Well, that's true. I have improved my cooking skills. I think I said that on the last one. Yeah, I've always but... been the cook, and she's killing it. So... What was the really good thing you made? Which Eggplant time? parmesan. Oh yeah, that was I made. Killer. Well, I was like a like an Italian woman. I made legit eggplant parmesan. It was like restaurant quality. Not yeah. even kidding. It was by far the best parmesan of any kind I've ever had. So, yeah, I feel like I'm figuring stuff out in the kitchen more. Absolutely, I'm excited to see what. Uh, as hunting season rolls around this fall, what kind of wild game you'll be able to cook up. Yes, that'll be fun. That'll be a ton of fun. I'm excited about that. Especially with this new portrait lens, we'll be able to get my cookbook rolling a little bit better, and you'll be able to get a ton of photos for it. Yes, we're going to start doing food photos. That'll be fun. Now, um, well, eggplant parmesan, anything else real exceptional you made recently? No, I don't think so. Okay, I couldn't remember. That's the, really the main thing that sticks out. Yeah, that that was phenomenal. But anyways, uh, we'll wrap this one up. Um, feel free to shoot us messages on Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Let us know what you'd like to hear us talk about, anything you'd like us to try. Um, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.